0: Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to part of my fresh radio. I stand it, PMFradio.com. Yours truly, DJ AO. I haven't done an interview in a minute. Got a brand new setup, and I'm 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 so happy I got one of my favorite artists. I met him probably about a year and a half, two years ago. I was impressed and, and, and just a fan of the music. Like being a DJ, you gotta be a fan of the music that you that you that you're playing, and I'm a fan of this guy's music. And on top of that, he's a pro. Like, we, we scheduled a time today to do this interview. He hit me up an hour, 15 minutes before that just to let me know that he was available. So I appreciate that kind of shit. There's a lot of people in this game, most people that aren't professional. So on the line right now, I got my man UFO, Feeve. What's good, bro? Right, right. Oh,
1: uh-huh. my man. Part of my fresh. you
0: heard? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> so my man, uh, Feeve, got the brand new project coming out this Friday. It's called The Camouflage EP, produced entirely by Backpack Beats. And that Mr. Nice Guy, that video is the first single, first look off of that project. You can listen, uh, watch that video, pardon me, watch that video on pmfradio.com right now. You know, we're always supporting. Right. So let's just talk a little bit about the project first and foremost. Um, The name of the project, like I mentioned earlier, is called Camouflage, the Camouflage EP. Why'd you go with that as a title?
1: Uh, First and foremost, um, thank you for having me, man, and always supporting. And, you know, uh, y- y'all always got y'all always got me wherever y'all need me, man, Um. Chose the title camouflage because one, you know, I feel like I'm a rider. No, I'm not. I've never, I've never served for the country and nothing. But we all, like, we all soldiers out here fighting the war every day. You know what I'm saying? Whether mm-hmm. you Latino or black male, white, whatever you are, it's something you fighting against every day. So camouflage is one of my favorite things in the world. I love camo. I'm always wearing some camo. I try to keep some camo fly in my arm in my closet. And then also, you know, it's just the the the, the plain definition of it is hiding something in plain sight. You know what I'm saying? Got it. it's 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 right there in front of you and that's what I feel we are. We camouflage. We able to stand here, and people, you know, somehow overlook it, but they you know, it's one of the dopest things they ever seen. So there's all type of camos, many fire camo, they desert camo, they grass camo, you know what I'm saying? So we vary. We like that. We like camouflage. We can use us for whatever you need, but we right here. will make you. We make you understand that we right here. We ain't go nowhere.
0: Dope, dope. So yeah, the camouflage EP is March 24th that drops, and it's produced entirely by Backpack Beats. Now, uh, you know, through my affiliation, what I stand, that I talk to producers and, and other artists also uh, all the time. And one of the things that I think is a is a is a really cool dynamic sometimes is when you have one producer and one artist that are working on a complete body of work together because then you get a chance to experiment and do a little bit more than just uh, taking beat submissions or things like that. So um, let's talk about that. First and foremost, um, what's the relationship with Backpack Beats and why did you decide to do an entire project with him uh, for this project?
1: Uh, He's a good... He he, he reached out to me via social media and um, I'm always having conversations. Uh, Like I told you, off the record, I I'm, I'm, I came up through the analog side of things. Like I was, a lot of my peer, peers and friends were DJs and engineers and producers. So I've always had a good, like I know the language. I know the code of all those things. I know, you know, I've spent a lot of time with engineers. I know my way around the studio and DJing and, all these things, I kind of understand the other side besides them seeing and being a, a entity and brand. So like, when camouflage, I'm always I'm always reaching out to new new, uh, new producers and I always building. You know what I'm saying? So um, uh, I, I, I like my relationship with outstanding. You know what I'm saying? Was through two other producers. I'm always around producers. Um, I, as far as on, um, Backpack. I met him on on social media. He reached out asked if he could send a a small batch of beats over, which I'm always saying yes to. And um, in that batch was Mr. Nice Guy. And um, a few other joints, but just Mr. Nice Guy was like, was it for me. I was like, damn, this is right on my alley, man. So I wrote to it and um, my uncle passed away, which allowed me to write the first verse. You know what I'm saying? as We know it now. It just was, you know, pure emotion. And it just sounded raw and authentic. So I was like, damn man, this is amazing. Like we knew it in the studio and I just I had like two or three other songs written to a few of his joints. And I was like, yo, let's just keep it going, man. And he, he was um, excited. He appreciated the work and he didn't hesitate. And as far as myself, I try to keep uh you know like I did taxes with Rich Lou around yeah. my way with uh element of concrete like, jungle. I always try to stick to like one producer, like um, Blue and Sessions have various producers, but that was more like a, you know, a little project that we put together. I didn't really have to work on that. That was all the staff. So I try, I'm more, I prefer to lock in with producers because if I find a, um, if a producer sends me a batch and I might write two or three, if I got a rhythm, and we go, you know, it's gonna be a rhythm, it's gonna be the energy, and I always got ideas for new projects. I, I already got like, four, you know, I'm already for for ahead all the time, you know what I'm saying? So I bring them into fruition as I go, and I bring them to life. And my life experiences help those projects. So different producers always have different sounds, so it might be a different mood. So I'm always trying to lock in with one and just find take it from there.
0: Yeah, I was going to mention the, the Taxes EP. I think it was around that um, around that time when you put that record out that I probably, uh, I think we met or, or exchanged emails or something like that. Yeah. And um, yeah, right. like it's a, a similar vibe like that was a project that uh, Rich Lou was the producer on that, right?
1: Yeah, Rich Lou was the producer on that, man. He got a lot of stuff out right now in his yeah. home. Um, we have a few links that we've been working on as well, so look forward to that I time to just keep it for now you know the good lord allows me to keep working like that man i just like to lock in with one producer there's less headaches on the business side and there's always less headaches on the on the creative side as well you know
0: what i mean? I hear that i hear that now um earlier this month uh march 1st to be exact if i'm if i'm correct you you uh premiered a lot of those records and performed at uh arlene's grocery um you perform how many records off of this project did you actually perform
1: um i did i let the intro rock i did it still matters zzz Z, Z, money to be made and it's the night guy so that's about
0: five oh, five right there and that's that's pretty Z, much like half the project five. right
1: there yeah that's pretty much half the project so if you was in orleans you know what i'm saying you got to pretty much see what was going on and Hit a
0: project. How was the the response? Like being able to perform some of those records. Obviously, most of the people in there that was the first time that they're listening to these brand new records. So how was that yeah. energy? I know it's got to be fun. Just I've been on stage and it's it's a rush to be able to perform. Period. But when you get a chance to right. debut something brand new, like it's almost like showing your kid off for the first time. It's like yo, I got this <laughs> this amazing thing. So how was the energy in that room that night?
1: Um, it was awesome, man. Oh, man, I had a blast. I got to. You know, I built the energy up leading into the project. I, I performed a few of the joints that were out already and, you know, a few of the people that were with, that witnesses already knew, so the energy was... And there were a lot of people, like you said, that came to hear the project that were new, man. And I've seen, you know, faces I've never seen before. So when I, when I look into the crowd and I see the excitement for the, you know, for the next line that I'm going to say... Or if a line just hit, it's like battle rap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, get a Don DeMarco drop or something because they certain lines that hit that the crowd always just give you, like... I'm being chill talking about it. They always give you that that feeling that lets you know you're doing... You know what I'm saying? You're doing your thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's
1: like, on the newer joints, I set my pen up. You know what I'm saying? So I know that, but I'll be hoping other people catch that. Like, there's a lot of things people... There's a lot of details on the project people have to, really don't have to, like, sink into. For example, like, the record ZZZ, Z, Z. It, it might sound like a record that's you know, just got, like, an 808 to it and a bounce, one of the modern-day joints, but I really just use A to Z in the alphabet on the record throughout know, up 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 the whole rhyme, you know what I'm saying? Mm, so it's okay. like. When you listen to the joint, gonna you know, you can catch it if you're in tone. And I'll let you, I'll let the listeners and the fans give them that a little much. But these little details throughout the project that we do in there, just, you know, I was, when I was writing it, that was just, you know, I was hoping people got. And when I was doing certain things on stage, certain lines, they were here and I was like, all right, the people might catch it. You know what I'm saying? So that was cool. That was a dope feeling, man, to seeing people. Just in the spot, man, it was just packed. It was so loud. You know what I'm saying? So just seeing the pack was like it was just me on the line headline, you know, my first headline. You know, I'm not a, a artist who, who has the heavy internet buzz. You know, I'm more on the streets and it's just showing that, you know, they still the streets are still active because we build we generating an online buzz as we speak, but we bring in physical bodies to venues, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I've seen other artists that do have internet buzz not fill up a room and get paid. So it's like, man, we fit. You know, it's my first. I'm by myself and again, it's on YouTube right now, backslash UFO feed. I'm going to send it to A so he can have it too and he can post it wherever he's going to post it. But, you know, like for the most part, man, it's physically. It's To it's see a room packed up
0: for what we're doing is awesome. That's fire. That's fire. So yeah, once again, it's uh, it's the camouflage GP that comes out this Friday. Now, before we even go any further, to make sure everybody is tuned into your your social media, everything is UFO feed, right?
1: Everything is UFO feed on Vivo, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Google, Fly School all that, you know what I'm saying, all that stuff Google has, anything, man, Any anything that on, um, I just don't do the Snapchat, man, that's it, my apologies <laughs> to the Snapchat people, but I just don't rock with the Snapchat, I don't know why, I don't have a reason.
0: Nah, I feel and you, like, I have it. it, I have a Snapchat, man, but me, I don't like having too many apps to do the same thing on the phone, yeah, That's on a little phone, too man. much,
1: right, because I deal yeah. with the Twitter, you know, I'm active on my Twitter, I always felt like Twitter's more for the type of person I am, because, yeah. To get your view out in one hundred and forty characters, that's you have to be thoughtful and you yeah, know what I'm exactly. saying, mindful of, of what you say. Um, but Instagram is more of a visual. That's for more people who are lazy. You know what I'm saying? They <laughs> they just you can post something and they don't even know what they just saw. They just you know what I'm saying, scrolling and looking. So <laughs> I try to keep it to those two. The Snapchat, I was like, all right, man, I I
0: don't
1: know this is. I
0: can't, I, I'm by myself, man. I can't be clear the that. I feel you. I feel you. Now, speaking of you online presence.
1: Nah, I feel you. you. Like,
0: <laughs> it's times, man, when I see a, a brand new app, like my little brother put me on to something, I'm like, bro, it's, it's enough. It's enough. I don't have, It's yeah, only I I do, <laughs> one app at a time, man. <laughs>
1: Let
0: me be, I'm just learning this one. You yeah. I'm just getting my followers up on this one. Hold on. Absolutely. So speaking of a uh, of a online presence, the dot com. Now let's talk about just what the high enterprise is first and foremost, and then what people can expect when they check out that website. So what is the high enterprise? Well,
1: uh the high enterprise records is my company, the high enterprise records LLC. Um that's my label. That's my my you know, I, I manage myself. I do everything under the higher enterprise. I don't have any representation. You know, I have um, a few people, you know, shout out to Richard Dean. Um, shout out to Chad Law. Um, shout out to Hill. You know, all these people are a machine that moves itself, whether it be creative, visual stuff, or, you know, helping me reach out to contacts. And, you representing me in fields that I'm not really in tune with or putting me on, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it all boils back. They all represent the high enterprise, you know what I'm saying? Whether they're doing outside work, it all comes back to here, you know what I'm saying? So it's like we all know we're pushing one goal. It's, it's, a, it's a home for, for people who aren't trying to complain and just do work, you know what I'm saying, and see progress because... At the end of the day, all I've ever proven to my people is that we getting, we been somewhere, you know what I'm saying? So it's like the chips may not always be up and down, and, you know, the high enterprise just represents a family of struggle, and it's like I don't call these people my brothers and nothing, sisters and nothing, but they kings and queens in their own rights, you know what I'm saying, as much as I am. Right. So highenterprise.com is where we... You know it's our hub it's our building you know what i'm saying when i came up with the i wanted it to sound like a comic book you feel me i wanted it to sound like stock Industries or, mm, or, or gotcha wayne Cork, wayne wayne Enterprises. You know yeah yeah lex, lex lex industry you know what i'm saying yeah, right let's move the joints like i wanted it to sound big like you know what i'm saying so the high enterprises just come from the mind of a kid that was like you know mental all that stuff. Even now, you watch this stuff and you like, damn, all these rich people have stuff that sounds big. You know what I'm saying? So it's like even the name of Rothschilds. So these things just sound big when you speak with <laughs> them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I wanted the high enterprise to just sound like something that was big when you spoke with it. Like yo, it's it's a it's not a it's not a two syllable name. You know what I'm saying? It's something that you gotta really say. You know what I'm saying? Like, you remember in Breaking Bad when Heisenberg made the niggas say his name?
0: I can't even front. I ain't even get into Breaking Bad.
1: I, it was a part where, you know,
0: for the people just real quick,
1: it was a part where, he, where homie ain't act like he ain't know who homie was, you feel me? Mm. And he told them, like, say, you know who I am. Why don't you say my name? Mm. You know, it's even said that in the Bible. Like, like, the devil gets stronger the more people speak them up. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right, right.
1: So it's like when you say something you know it did exist, that hurts the person that has to speak on it. You know, what I'm saying that's inferior to that thing. So, I say all that to say, you know, when I made the high enterprise, I just wanted it to sound big. So, the high enterprise record is, is a, a company, you know, that's I'm the first artist, I'm the CEO as well. If you want to get technical in those terms, but you know, it's just we came from the gutter, man. I'm just from the projects, I, I'm into. I'm into comics when I was a kid, stuff like that. And uh, the website has our merch, has music, and everything you need. I hope I'm not over-talking y'all. At thehighenterprise.com and the High Enterprise, just look out for that and know F-U-S-O-C when you see that, as well as everybody else that's around.
0: You heard? Absolutely, absolutely. Now that we talked about the project Camouflage EP that comes out, we talked about the High Enterprise, which is your company. Let's talk a little bit about the beginnings, the origins, um, of UFO Thief, how you started getting into music in the first place. Cause everybody starts off as a fan of whatever it is that they eventually get, uh, get into as a career. They start off as a fan first. You're, you're interested in something, right. something caught your ear, something caught your eye. So when you were coming up, first right. and foremost, like where did you, where did you grow up?
1: I grew up in East Harlem, man. I grew up in Spanish Harlem, 115th and First Avenue, um, Thomas Jefferson houses. And, um, to be honest, and I wasn't blessed enough to be a fan or nothing like that. I was I was born into this, you know what I'm saying? My pops is from the, the group TK. Okay. They had a hit in the early nineties, you know what I'm saying, called Maria. It was a it was a dance a dance music, you know what I'm saying? That that Latin music that was hot in the early nineties. Um, they had a hit they had a few hits, Loud and in Love, Maria. So my dad was in the industry and um, you know, he also at a point in his career was managing black rob okay
0: you know what i'm
1: saying so this was like in the project black rob you know what i'm saying this was i got to see him really writing them hits and um his growth as an artist and, and his struggles and all that so I, I i pretty much i didn't really get to choose man the game chose me yeah you were born and, into it for real yeah, I was watching my, I was just watching like my pops and like, I was watching like other MCs around the neighborhood get recognition, you feel me? And I was such a fan of music because my pops would bring home like, my pops would sound the to Tommy boy. So he would bring home like the Wu Tang CDs, and, you know, all those mm. like he, he would bring home CDs, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And, and, and free CDs. And I would, I mean, he was gone, I would have them drinks, you know what I'm saying? I would be listening to 36 Chambers and, you know, the, the Nori CDs, I was getting all these CDs for free as a young boy, so, you know, we had our CD players back then, of course, I know that sounds old for some of y'all, but <laughs> we had CD players going to school back then, you know what I'm saying, and I'd have my CDs just, or in my crib, you know, studying, just really listening, because there was no internet, or, you know what I'm saying, nothing to occupy your time outside of just music and basketball as a kid, you know what I'm saying, and Going outside, so me and my crew and my people I was around, I was just always bringing music, like yo, oh, listen to this, or oh, you know what I'm saying, listen to this. I remember being in Puerto Rico when Life After Death dropping, you know what I'm saying, mm. and how it affected the thugs in Puerto Rico, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, like mm-hmm. you get money, in Puerto Rico, you wasn't getting money or you wasn't riding around a big, you feel me, like right, you wasn't, not they 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 knew that's what you know big was. Talking that that talk, man. You know, as a young kid, I was sitting in BMWs in Puerto Rico and hearing Big on, and just coming back to the states and seeing Big rocking, you know, and hearing all that and all that. At our time was eye catching, man. So I was I was just thrown into it, and then knowing that my house was in it and meeting, you know, the Method Man and all them dudes as a young kid at shows with my dad. You know what I'm saying was. Was just pushed me into what I'm doing, and I, I would see other dudes rap, and I'd be like, Man, these characters are trash. You feel know <laughs> me? Like, <laughs> I'd be yeah. like, No, man, like, you know, there's nothing like hearing Beanie, you know what I'm saying, roll a Beanie Siegel on Cool Love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, listening to Four, Five, Six, you know what I'm saying? The locks with DMX and JV. Right, right. Early, you know what I'm saying? That's what was making you bottom albums. You feel me? Hey, like, what? He's a he's a poppy cut on here with right. all these cats. I need mean, to hear that, you know what I'm saying? Or, or, or niggas done started something on. It's dark and the hell It's hot. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like we grew. I grew up like knowing that rappers were rappers, man. So you know, I ain't really get to choose, and I just felt like you know the representation that cats is rapping. Everybody thinks other cats is rapping, man, but they really not. You feel me? Like, there's no way you could listen to a, and I don't want to be biased. I'm not going to say big because there's nobody, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That can touch thing. not compare, There's yeah. no way you could grow up listening to Cassidy and Banks, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and G-Unit and, and Dipset and Cam and, them and Mace, and then you, you know what I'm saying, you thinking that you want to listen to somebody that's out now and think that that's
0: what you gonna get from them. That's like, nah, man, you bugging me. Yeah, I feel you. I, I mean, because on on totally... top of yeah, on top of actually being able to put you know just rhymes together, they also knew how to put songs together, and then you got a complete package at that point. You got a little star quality to them, and all of those guys that you just mentioned had you know all of those attributes. They were able to put together songs and still able to get the you know their their bars off, get their lines off. So I definitely feel what you're saying. Yeah,
1: man, that's pretty much what it is
0: yeah man now we were talking off the off the air a little bit earlier i didn't know you used to dj
1: Lord man i came on dj and that was my first uh my dad had a friend we lived we were i lived upstate my ninth grade year of high school my first year of high school and um i did a year upstate at john jay high school and my we were we, my dad was roommates with his homeboy and stuff man he got like a, a house up there and we were living in the basement but homie had his DJs he was a, he was a, um he grew up, he was an old head, you know what I'm saying? So like everybody's a DJ from the hood, like yeah, yeah. The generation before some old heads they all know how to DJ, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when that when that power outage happened in the '70s, yeah, exactly.
0: Everybody, everybody got the equipment. Yep. yep.
1: <laughs> everybody had equipment, so. All these, you know, he had equipment in his basement, and he used to go to, like, the famous garage and Studio 54. So, like, he had, like, them Follow Me, you know, the records of yeah. yep. Frankie Beverly and Nage, you know, all them, some real records. And he maybe had, I'm going to tell you right now, he had two rap records. I'll never forget them. One of them was Red Man, I'll be Okay. And the other one was, um, the other one was Reservoir Dogs
0: yeah yep jay-z out knock life <laughs> yep. Yep. he had both those on vinyl those are the
1: only two vinyls he had and i used to kill those <laughs> <laughs> i used to kill those i would come home from school man and like his kid wouldn't be home and you know i'd just be in the basement playing i beat be that you know two beat be that on the technique you know catching them at the uh beat you know catching yeah. the Catching the transitions and making them sound timeless, you know what I'm saying? Make, making the airplane effect, figuring out, you know what I'm saying? The timing to get that airplane effect. Yeah. All that, all that dope, you know what I'm saying? The blends, taking the Redman a cappella, using it with the, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the Beverly Chantaine joint, you know what I'm saying? Doing you know joint like stuff like that, man. I was, I was doing all that work, so. That was my first love, man. And I used to crank call Ron G. Shout out to Ron G, man. <laughs> and Chillwill from the East Side. I used to have a mixtape and they used to put their numbers on them. And I used to call them as a as a young so a young boy, you know what I'm saying? It's just bothered them and stuff, man. So DJing was it. And then after that, man, after hearing music, you just fall in love with rap and everybody love to rap, man. I, I got I got homies that don't even that work, you know what I'm saying? They ice cream men and yeah, it's kick still, yeah, it's and they still broke, rhyme, You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> so That's it's crazy. Like I got in.
0: I got into it the complete opposite way. Like I started rapping first, and then making beats, and then um, I got into DJing, which seems like the most backwards thing. But you know, you all it's, it's all based around a love of music. Like you it's hear something that inspires around,
1: you. Yeah, it's all the same. It's yeah. all the same thing. it's just different entrances yep. into the yep. same. You know, and to your talent, into what you really do at. Because I know dudes that were. Rappers that turned out to be better managers, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or, or they, they publicists now, you know what I'm saying? Or they, I know rappers that they, these rappers that did my artwork, man. Yeah. Or, or like, shout out to Capri, man. Rappers them seeds that are active that did my artwork, man. So it's like, yo, man, this this game, you know, being created allows you into a lot of experiences. Yeah, so, yeah. You, yeah. Know, you could
0: tap in once because I think I think it's it's more about learning the process and the the discipline of 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 learning some kind of craft or some kind of, you know, some kind of skill because You know, when you sit down and you rhyme, when you first put your first, you know, a couple of rhymes and and verses together, it's going to be trash. And then, you know, you start, yeah, you start writing a little more, a little more. You listen, you recall the first time you hear your voice. It's like, I don't even know what I sound like. That don't sound like me. And then, you know, as you, as you, you continue on, you get a little bit better. So you can apply that. That discipline of learning something new pretty much to anything, whether it be artwork or DJing or management or whatever, it's all a practice. Everything, Everything. is a practice and a discipline. Working
1: at McDonald's, man. Once you yep. tune in, you going to tune in. You to need to run one of them by yourself.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Mastery, man. Yeah, man.
0: Yo, so what's the what's the science behind the name UFO Feeve? And 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 before we even get into that, has that always been your rap name?
1: Uh, Feeve's always been my rap name, but I was a young Thieve. I was a bunch of thieves, man. I was just always trying to um, separate. You know, I didn't like the. It, it was easy to just be thieves for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That's who I was. But it's like when you would search it up, there's like so many things that could come up. You know what I'm saying? Under just those three letters. You know say The soccer team, they, you know, other cats, they, a bunch of different things. So it's like, um, you know, I was always trying to throw something in front of it to give it that little pizzazz, that flavor, and as I I started maturing and getting into, you know, um, enlightenment and knowledge itself, you know what I'm saying, and studying the world and history and economics and, and, you know, all that other stuff and conspiracy theories, and then it was like, yo, man, as I gradually got into that and my pen started getting better. And I grew into becoming, you know, a Latin, a, a MC that's Latino. You know what I'm saying? And understanding now was like, yo, man, I could get nice to the point where I could be something you never seen before. You feel me? Right. That's how I felt originally. Uh, at that point, I could get to a point where I could be so good that people would never see anything like this before or after me. You know what I'm saying? That you see a pun, but you never gonna see a UFO feed. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So, that's where that came from fever show for fever um i was given that by black rob he he heard i was rhyming you know for sure people may not know okay i was rhyming one day and just um he's like yo man i heard you got a fever you heard and and, you know i laughed it off clapped his hand he kept it pushing and i just was like you know i just stuck
0: yeah might as well stick with it that's dope
1: kept it yeah might as well stick with it if somebody tells you son. sound good
0: yeah that's fire so yeah, man, we're on the line, UFO feed the camouflage EP produced entirely by Backpack Beats, drops this Friday, March twenty fourth. You could catch it all over. It's gonna be on all the streaming sites. So iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, it's all on there, right?
1: Right. It's gonna be on everything. It's also gonna be on my site. So if y'all wanna skip the bull and throw, you know, throw some change in my pocket direct, go to the highenterprise.com dot com and cop that off the site. You know what I'm saying? But it'll be available on all services. Uh, all your phones, anything you use, you know what I'm saying, it's going to be available, Xbox, PlayStation, everything, it's every, going to be everywhere, you're going to be able to check it
0: out. Absolutely, the highenterprise.com, and you know, of course, I'm a supporter, it's going to be up on pmfradio.com as well, you can check the video out right now for Mr. Nice Guy, and yeah, man, follow UFO fever across all social networks, so you can stay plugged into everything he's doing, anything you want to leave the people with, bro?
1: Yeah, man, check out Camouflage. Please help us out, man. Support independence at its finest. You know what I'm saying? Go to the Cap, copy a hat, something, a shirt. You know, look good out here with us, represent, man. And shout out to my people, man, my black and Latino people. Let's keep it pushing. Let's stay positive in 2017, and let's give us some money. Go get your business, man, because this is the best time you heard to come to taxes. Let's give get, some, let's go get us some money and learn how to act and represent each other and help each other support. You know
0: what I'm saying? It's absolute truth. So ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate y'all listening. This has been part of my fresh radio, PMFradio.com, I stand My name is DJ AO. Catch me online, AO the DJ on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of that. Peace.